Welcome to Chalky Podcast. My name is Sebastian. Jose, guys. Good. So today we're going to talk about buying just any truck. Uh, we wanted to do a case study series. We'll we'll see how that goes. We'll see what the feedback is. Uh, and the case study is about uh, what we've experienced in the shop mm, with owners, fleet owners, and what I've ex- what we see. Um, that we could we what we, we would like to share um, on some case studies how things are going for an owner or if for a fleet when they're buying a truck and I think that's we could extract some value out of that what do you think yeah definitely uh, let's not get carried away and just fall you know buy the truck the first truck that you see right off the bat yeah do your research hope uh, this is th- there's a reason why we're doing this yeah. help you guys out yeah uh, on, on the last episode, we had uh, an owner-operator, small fleet uh, owner, and he he talked about it. He was like, do the research for the truck. Don't buy the first yeah. one you fall in love with. And that was a very good tip um, for sure. And I think we started talking about what's happened for the last couple of weeks in the shop. And, and you suggested, hey, let's talk about that one particular case because we do have a case uh, in the shop that is something that we see quite often and for for whatever reason um i feel like we did everything that we could um and and yes now the bill is steep to fix what and its emissions obviously so we'll get to that but um we're gonna try to see how our audience like if they like it if they get value out of it hopefully yeah, what happened in the shop uh, last last week? So we had a seventy two. We did a back half on it. Uh, mm-hmm. The synchro went out. Now we have that um, ultra automatic. Shift. The automatic. Oh, the yeah. yeah. The uh, auto shift uh, ten speed. We did. What did you do to it? Because that was that was something that we were trying to fix. But the X Y shifter, right? Yeah. Uh, so we had harness issues. Uh, X Y shifter was acting up on it. Uh, once we got that going, uh, we took it for a test drive, and the first the original complaint was that it was having trouble going in eighth gear. Mm-hmm. So we pulled it in. XY shifter was acting up. Harness issue was worn out. Um, we got that settled. Took it for a test drive, and it was going from high and low range. It was acting up. It was just. Uh, it was just really bad. It wouldn't go. It wouldn't go not only to higher range. It would just uh, start acting up. I took it for a test drive, and it would uh, put in two, put it in two, and then it would just kind of try. It was looking for a gear. It was trying to get to that upper range and just couldn't. So yeah. we took it apart and we found the synchro. Yeah, we. That was our uh, second guess with after the XY shifter. That was like, hey, it's probably the yeah. synchro. If not, if the XY shifter is not gonna work, um, and yeah, so we pulled it out. Send it to rebuild, and we'll have it tomorrow. Yeah, it, it happened. Gonna put a new clutch on there. Yeah, yeah. And then we had a um, couple AC typical stuff. Nothing crazy. I'm trying to think because we had there was so much, so many things happening. Um, um, I think that's that. That's pretty much it as far as. Oh, we have that one. Uh, we have a customer with an Isuzu. I believe it is. Yeah. Isuzu. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. It's a. Uh, it's just really hard to get a hold of those parts. It uh, is. We were looking for first. It was a compressor. Uh, after that, we were looking for the fan on the condenser. Mm-hmm. That took a couple of days. 
and and it was we just kept getting uh, either the we'll wrong parts, it, wrong parts, or we'll have we'll have it tomorrow, we'll have it in, in three days, and it just didn't. It was just a bit, bad experience, and I feel sorry for the customer, but um, um, I think we're gonna stick to class eight trucks. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and we've helped uh, customers in the past. We have one that has multiple u- units that. Uh, you know, not only he has a, a medium size and um, heavy duty trucks, but he also has some pickups. And I told him, I was like, look, I would love to, but it's just, we're not set up to do that. Um, to service yeah, we don't have a lift for, a, yeah. uh, for an F-150, uh, for yeah. example, right? Uh, which he brought last time. I'm like, sorry, man, I hate to turn you down, but um, it's just, it's just not, it just doesn't make sense for our shop, how it's set up. Um, case study, um, buying just any truck, um, because it seems like a good deal and um do you want to give a little background on what happened what what the truck is and yeah so it's a 2014 uh fireliner cascadia with the dd13 mm-hmm. uh about what 750 on the miles 750. yeah i believe mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah 750 on the miles um after treatment issues it's de- it derated on them I, for some reason, can't remember if it's an automatic or um, manual. No, manual. It's a manual. Manual, yeah. Because yeah. um, we have one more like that, and it's an automatic with the same customer. So, yes. Um, yeah, it's a 10-speed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it derated on them. We found out that it had a, a bad knock sensor. We went ahead and replaced that. But at the when we replaced that, uh, we noticed that there was the bad after treatment harness right there, one box harness should I say? It had, uh, it it was basically, it was really brittle, falling apart right by the dozer. So we went ahead and uh, ordered the new har- dozer harness, uh, yeah, the whole new uh, harness and the uh, knock sensor. We replaced that. It was running fine for what like a week, half week, a week, week, yeah, around there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came back, and it just Same. clogged up. Clogged up pretty badly. Um, and we took it apart, and what have we found? DPF filters really clogged up mm-hmm. real bad. Do you want to mention the layout a little bit, how how the how it's designed, how the one box looks, and wh- what the layout is of it? Yeah, so you have the one box. You have the exhaust fumes coming out, coming entering the the one box, and it's basically like a Y pipe and it distributes the the exhaust gases into two DOCs and from there it enters the two DPFs. Mm-hmm. From there on it enters the SCR. Yeah. And that's a that's a uh Fedliner layout. And did we mention year? Yeah, it's uh fourteen. Yeah. Uh I just want to make sure so we have so the listeners understand uh, the truck we're talking about. Um and ultimately mm, we think swapping out that um, the DPFs is going to help the, the the problem. But now, what is our other um, kind of f- what we found, or what could have, what's going to happen if w- it's not the DPFs? It's if it's just not the DPFs. Right? What if it's the whole one box itself, mm-hmm. since the DOCs aren't serviceable on these units? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me s- let me sorry to uh, cut you off a little bit, but I want to set some context. That truck was about twenty five k. Yeah. Okay, seven hundred thousand miles, seven fifty, 
uh, well kept truck about um, 25k yeah fleet owned right mm -hmm. yeah and now the operation it's used it's a lot of mileage it's a heavy mileage operation weekly and what I um, wanted to just set the context because um, was that a right move to buy that truck for that operation the, the owner decided to do it that's fine um, it looked like a really good deal but now the repair itself for the uh, DPF filters our labor all that stuff is going to be a few thousand dollars yeah and then next stage is if that doesn't help because that mileage is what 750, 750. what are you, you going to see around that mileage yeah uh, one box failure mm -hmm. um, you know it, it could be a lot of things uh, who knows what kind of work they, the previous uh, fleet used it for if they had a lot of idling obviously that's going to be affecting the DPF and clogging it up a lot mm -hmm. sooner than it should be obviously uh if it had any previous dpf cleanings yeah it, it's all about, it's all about maintenance it all comes down to maintenance yeah and the risk now is like okay i'm i, I put you know three thousand four thousand dollars into new dpfs and all yeah. of a sudden we found out um the docs are clogged up yeah or um the scr is shot yeah. yeah and and now that's probably an expense of about fifteen thousand. Yeah. I'm shooting blank right now as far as you know, everything else that comes in as far as the one box and giving an approximate. And that cost. that's expensive. I mean it's very expensive. Fifteen thousand the truck was purchased for twenty five thousand that's almost that, yeah. yeah. Seventy percent of the price of the purchase price. And we did test it. We did test, we did pre-purchase inspection. We looked at different things. It tested really good. Yeah, the, the Knox conversion was perfect. Yeah. It was it, it was perfect. Dude. So all of a sudden you look like, okay, you bring a truck for pre-purchase inspection. Um, and then whether the truck was parked for a long time or whatever the case may be, um, because we looked at somebody else's fleet that they're buying and then also lo looked good passed all the tests but they're sitting for a long time and all of a sudden you're putting starting to put mileage on it and then things come up yeah right yeah it's been sitting for a while like especially on the df uh crystallization will happen uh mm -hmm. harness issues yeah and also uh the the soot do you want to mention what happened with the pressure sensor with the, the sensor we swapped for the uh for the freightliner that we're talking about the case study that it uh, registered low pressure yeah it was registering a low uh doc inlet pressure mm -hmm. uh what we mentioned is uh we, we were we were going to remove that uh that pipe the inlet pipe mm -hmm. and then uh stick a camera in there and see what the, the so we can get a better view of that doc yeah and what the, the reason i'm talking about it is is that we uh we just want to make sure that it's we do right by the customer and if we can swap the dpf and it works perfect but if we put a new dpfs in and all of a sudden the bo one box is completely needs to be swapped then it's unnecessary expense um well not not necessarily but additional ex a lot more expensive for him and the hard question that we talked about you and me is the customer is like i want to delete it right and we we're like okay cool we won't do it but yeah. um it's your, your if it's your decision because 
now you're at, you are at a at a pretty tough um, situation thinking okay I need the truck I can't afford a $15,000 fix or even a $4,000 fix I'm forced to delete it pretty much All right think about it yeah not having enough uh, well like we mentioned before uh, I would what per unit at least have at least 10,000 uh, ready for for maintenance or yeah, for situations that. like this yeah mm-hmm but but what do you do in a case because that's not i mean we've seen that we've seen that across um you know you buy that that high mileage do you not just do you just try to um not buy it or buy it or buy and delete it immediately or if you're fine with deleting finding a shop that's going to delete it for you we've had a podcast about deleting uh, and talking about you know issues or anything that back pressure or that might happen but but then how do you now find somebody that is going to do it right the the right because I've had multiple conversations especially uh, with guys that already have deleted emissions or or are planning to do it because it's expensive. Um, is it a short short term short term solution? Fix, yeah. Um, because I have some oil that I I've been running it for two years. I'm like great, but if you're planning to keep that truck a yeah, little but longer, yeah. But in those two years. Um, how many miles are you driving? Is it OTR or is it like... Are you idling a lot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that has a lot to do with it also. That's also going to be affecting on how, you know, obviously when it's deleted, how how fast your SCR is going to get clogged up. Yeah. That's 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 the common thing that we've been seeing. Yeah. Is that the SCR clogged up and then all of a sudden... Or they do bad deletes, um, the way they drill the holes uh, mm-hmm. deep. Uh, we've seen it. Collapsing, yeah. yeah. It's a tough, tough knot for um, for that customer, and uh, whether you delete or not, um, it will be a, you know if they just want to get an additional few months to a year of that truck, then yeah, I yeah. mean that's probably gonna work. But you're risking y- your turbo going out. Um, it's a definitely tough decision because I wouldn't say like you would see the damage like from what we've seen you won't see any damage within a year no it's gonna be like a long term yeah 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 like it'll get it'll get it will definitely get back to you like Mm -hmm. within what two three years if you're planning to keep the truck yeah Yeah. so if it's a short term solution then then go for it (laughs) I don't know (laughs) then it's then it's an option that somebody should um, consider because again, states are cracking down on on those. Yeah, and it's gonna happen more and more. Well, it's gonna now, be right more, now. Not right now, but it's not really nothing. a big concern right no. now, I guess. But um, yeah, so just uh, it did seem like a good deal, and the the the, the summary of all that is um, you're almost forced to delete it. Think about it. Right. Yeah, because uh, like like right now we just compare the like you mentioned seventy percent of the the value of the truck, the price. That's yeah. that's a big hit right there. Yeah. And then that that goes to show like um like the trucks that you you purchased. I told you right off the bat, I'm like, dude, that's fucking amazing. Like uh, yeah. the warranty. That's yeah. if it's gonna cover something like that. Obviously, they they cover up to what six hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And, I, and they're at three hundred thousand. So. I have a few years left in them, but 
the thing that I wanted to mention is watch out who you're pulling for. Cause not, cause if you're not like if some carriers, obviously it's illegal and it was like, Hey, they find out, found out you have deleted the missions. You're putting your contract at risk. Yeah. Right. And then that's, you're out of work, that's, yeah. a, that's more important to me than, um, is it going to backfire on me? Because if you have a solid contract in place, yeah, dedicated runs. You have a good good work uh, lined up for yourself. So, 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 um, what I'm saying is, check with your carrier. If, I mean, obviously, they're not going to tell you, you know. Yeah, they're going to tell you no. But uh, if they find out, then you're putting putting that at risk. Yeah. Yeah, your relationship with them. Yeah. So the solution is. Don't delete. Buy a glider. <laughs> yeah, buy a glider. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about it so many times, and that's that's the best way to go. Yeah, uh, especially as as a uh, owner op. If you're going to go for an owner op as your first, you know, you just got your driver's license, and you 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 have enough experience, you feel comfortable, you you have capital, you want to go for an owner op. Gliders the best way to go. What I can tell you about gliders is that um, as a um, as an owner op looking at gliders, you definitely want to dig into oil analysis. And we've talked about it multiple times. I'm not going to repeat myself, but I've we would have had a lot more info about our gliders uh, if I did oil analysis. Yeah, we had a what cam failure last week on one of our gliders. Mm-hmm. We replaced that, which is a common thing for Detroit. Detroit but, yeah, um, it's nothing. It's not like a lot of labor. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing crazy. But nothing it, crazy. But what would have happened if we didn't catch it, right? Uh, obviously, you know, you'd get a lot of shavings in the in the oil. Mm-hmm. But but we would probably pick it up in oil. Oh, analysis. Yeah, oil analysis for yeah. sure, and you would hear it on the engine noise for sure. Yeah. But we caught it when um, we run the overhead injector. Inject oh injector. Yeah, that we didn't talk yeah. about that. We had an yeah. injector problem. It was dumping uh, the tailbot. A lot of fuel into the oil. So that what happened with that was driver was driving the truck. Um, kept shutting down on him mm-hmm. shut down on him he said he went yeah. into the truck stop and the truck just shut down he yeah. checked the oil everything was good drove shut down and then that's when he checked and the dipstick was uh high high a yeah. lot of fuel a lot of fuel dilution oil. in the oil yeah uh he was close fortunately so uh, we didn't have to tow it but um if you find a glider the the the, the issue i have is the value of the truck um versus what's on the market within the same mileage right that there's a reason they're they're more expensive and um, you just have to be careful buying one and if somebody has that record perfect but do oil analysis no matter what you do i would say and i would say even better if somebody bought that glider and they already rebuilt it for you Mm -hmm. yeah because we've seen what happened with our glider Mm -hmm. true but still, I, f- I feel like mm, that rebuilding a glider is still an investment if done properly for, for many, many for years. For many years, yeah. It's going to be a lot cheaper than NES after treatment for sure. Mm-hmm. And now rebuild the deleted truck. So, yeah, you're going to rebuild the truck for, let's say, let's just say 15000 One box is going to cost you 15000 mm-hmm. Yeah. But what if you rebuild the truck and then the one box goes out? goes off or you have it deleted badly and now you're looking at a rebuild mm-hmm. right yeah. so th- so 
uh, just to, something to think about. And I think mm, ultimately it comes down to do you want do I want to take that risk? And as anything, you know, you have do to do your sure research. You, yeah. Do the research and make sure um, you're pulling the right. Um, strings and you're t making the right decisions for yourself um, evaluating everything every possible risk that comes to um, to play because you know I think since it's been a while we've had emissions states will crack down more and more on it yeah. because it's been since 2008 that where we started s seeing issues uh, at a level that's very expensive and they'll they'll tr they'll find a way to you know enforce it and that's something to think about um anything else you want to throw in i think we pretty much we, we covered a good majority of it mm -hmm. yeah just stay safe drive safe subscribe share and we'll talk to you soon